0: Made to Love You. A Good Omens fan fiction by Faruba Fangirl. Read by Gorillaz Gal 86. Chapter 1 Sunday, 11 a.m. sharp. That is the time Antoinette is scheduled to arrive every week to clean the remote cottage in South Downs. Now, punctuality has never been the maid's strong suit. But when it came to this specific estate, she prided herself on reporting for duty exactly then, or if the mood suited her, five minutes earlier. Although if anyone asked why she did so, unlike the other houses she was charged with before, Antoinette would argue it was simply out of convenience. The area is more secluded, The roads are clearer, and the weather is nicer at the time, which is inherently true. However, the real reason is much simpler. She likes working there, even thinks it's nice. She likes the welcoming scent of sweet honeysuckle and peaty earth when she steps out of her car. She likes the sun shining on the slate roof shingles and verdant ivy crawling up bricks the color of toasted oats. Most importantly, she really likes its humble owner, Mr. Fell, praising her yet again for her timeliness with a beaming smile. Unfortunately, this Sunday afternoon, she'll have to make do without the ladder. As she makes her way up the cobblestone path, toting her cleaning caddy and carpet bag along, She notices a handwritten note stuck to the red oak door. My dear Antoinette, terribly sorry for my absence, but I was called last minute for a book convention this weekend and shall not return until Sunday night. Please use the spare key and I shall see you next week. A.Z. Fell P.S. There is still some of that licorice root tea you like in the pantry, so feel free to help yourself. You know you're always welcome to make yourself at home. The maid smiles bittersweetly at the note, moved that her boss still considers her, but saddened that it'll be another week until they see each other again. Regardless, she still has a job to do so she places her items on the welcome mat to get the key for one of the mossy rocks nearby. Once she lets herself in, Antoinette is immediately hit by the palpable emptiness, the clicks of her black heels on the wooden floorboards echoing through the loneliness, the motes of dust dancing in the sunlight flooding through the casement windows, now the liveliest part of the house, nothing like when Mr. Fell is home, there is no crinkle of dusty pages being flipped, or the soft hum of a gramophone playing Vivaldi, or even the jarring whistle of a kettle in the background. Just silence. The maid usually preferred it this way, just her in the house with no homeowners to get in her way. But Mr. Fell is not like other homeowners. He is a gentle, unimposing presence that would contently sit in his den with a book, wearing those adorably dorky bifocals of his while she did her chores. Then, once she finished up, he would ceremoniously invite her to tea with whatever baked goods he had around the pantry, and they would just sit down and talk. He would ask her about her day or what plan she had for the rest of the week, And he would actually listen. None of her previous employers had ever treated her with that courtesy. Suddenly, she is very aware of the dampness growing in her panties. Basically a Pavlovian response to his kindness at this point. Well, this is going to be a problem. She gripes internally. A problem that she usually attends to when she gets back home. Or, on her more desperate days... Parked on the side of a desolate country road on the way back. Yet, a darker thought comes to mind, remembering that she is in fact alone, and would be so for the rest of the afternoon. She tries to shake that blessed thought away. That'd be shameless even for her standards. She is here to work, that's it. Not to pleasure herself in the absence of her employer, an employer who graciously entrusted her with his residence. But if the job gets done, does it really matter how? Damn it. She huffs under her breath. Apparently, her standards have hit rock bottom. The hand that was bashfully rubbing her cheek starts tentatively drifting past her high, frill collar, down to the faint swell of her chest. Antoinette's eyes slip shut as she gently fondles a breast, her breath hitching as her nipple peeks underneath the sheer fabric of her dress and apron. Once she satisfied herself enough upstairs, her hand continues its venture downward, pushing away layers of frill and tulle to eventually arrive at her desired destination. Slender fingers stroking thin, lacy fabric to find a generous wet patch and a shuddery breath escaping her as the cloth teasingly snags on her clit. Before she can get too distracted, she withdraws her hand to pick up her bag instead. After the maid makes herself comfortable on Mr. Fell's cream chaise lounge, She rummages through the deeper recesses of her purse until her fingertips touch the edge of smooth plastic. Gotcha. She says a bit too excitedly if she were honest. Antoinette fishes out both attached parts of the object and gently sets her bag aside onto the floor. Among the billows of her skirt rests her new favorite toy. A hot pink vibrator, ribbed silicone with a heart-shaped handle, and its matching remote controller. It is on the shorter side, but she is a big fan of how snugly the width fits inside of her. Perfect for what she has in mind. Antoinette hikes up her pleats, lifting her hips to slide off her sultry black thong and casting it over the armrest. A soft sigh slipping her lips as the cool air licks over the swelter of her cunt. Part of her, wishing it was a certain blonde, doing the licking instead. She shifts on the reclined sofa, spreading her thighs to give herself more room to work with. This time, a more eager hand travels past bunches of fabric to glide over her smooth mons fingers forming a V-shape to massage the folds of her outer labia, until two fingers dip their way into the slick warmth. After a few shallow plunges, the maid glides her wetted fingers up the seam to languidly roll them over her hardened bud, begging for some much-needed attention. Antoinette's head lolls back onto the headrest, as she enjoys her own alternating ministrations, readying her body to take in something more impactful than just fingers. She finally slows her pace to fend off the first crest of an orgasm building low in her abdomen. With a heavy breath, the maid takes the gaudy toy with a shaky hand, while parting her pussy lips with the other. Antoinette starts guiding the tip inside, A drawn-out moan seeping out of her as the grooves and pleasant shockwaves throughout the deeper she pushes. She lets out a satisfied whimper when she finally reaches the hilt, her cunts split open like the sweetest clementine there ever was. For now, she opts not to turn on the vibe and instead tucks the controller into the pocket of her apron for the time being. She lays back, steadying her breathing and letting her fluttering walls adjust to the object delightfully stuffing her. Once she's calm enough, she carefully swings her legs off the chaise, hissing as the toy slightly buries itself more as she stands. Like the professional she is, Antoinette cleans her slippery hand with a rag from her caddy and smooths out her skirt because she has to get to work. She decides to start off easy, and figures ironing and folding Mr. Fell's laundry would be a good place to start. By God, she might actually die if she even considers doing something strenuous like mopping, even with the vibrator off. So she saunters to the laundry room and busies herself assorting fresh linens and garments of mildly varying colors of white, beige, and tartan. After a while of menial labor, her cunt impatiently clenches around the thick toy, craving more stimulation. And well, after some brief deliberation, she determines that she's earned it by now. Antoinette plucks the little white remote from her pocket, her finger tracing the pink heart power button before clicking it. She shivers as the vibe stirs to life, but the buzz is barely enough to tickle the itch inside of her. So, she boldly gives the pink horizontal button right above a singular click, and her knees buckle a bit as the humming turns into a solid whiz. She gasps as she grapples one of the towels she's just fixed. She breathes through her nose, letting the more satisfying frequency sate her. The hair is on the back of her neck, standing up as a wave of tingles course through her skin. Focus. You have a job to do. The maid composes herself tuning out the lovely distraction to the best of her ability as she continues her chores. Somehow, Antoinette manages to get the laundry to their designated areas, but not without taking a few breathers in between. She finally moves on to her next task, which is cleaning up Mr. Bell's study, but it starts becoming more difficult, and not just because of the insistent vibration. As she half-heartedly dusts around the room, a sudden wave of melancholy washes over her when her eyes scan over the tartan armchair, missing its smiling occupant chirping, Hello, dear. The memory making her heart ache more than her throbbing pussy. Well, almost, anyways. As Antoinette's imagination takes her into the warm embrace of her boss, as he lavishes her neck with doting kisses. It's not enough for her, though. She would want to be picked up by his strong arms, feeling as weightless as a feather as she straddles his waist. She'd want to be greedily kissed by him and thrown on the top of his antique desk as he stares at her with ravenous eyes. She'd want to be laid flat on her back by him as he forces her legs open on the edge of the countertop. She would want him to relentlessly slam his cock inside of her, and would happily take all of the dirty fucking he was willing to give his maid. She moans wantonly as she fumbles with the remote in her hand, thumb grazing the line of the highest setting. The moment she taps the top button, the maid hunches over as if she'd gotten sucker-punched, the vibrator now whirring intensely. Oh, fuck... She keens, the controller swaying underneath the puffy layers of her skirt after she loses her grip on it. She bites a finger knuckle in a sorry attempt to stifle her moans, all her concentration narrowing to her cunt pulsing around the droning toy. Work. You have work. Mr. Fell, be so upset if you don't... If you don't... Mr. (laughs) Fell... The last part is despairingly whined out loud as she falls to her knees, her feather duster rolling away in the process, finally allowing herself to revel in all the titillating sensations dispersing throughout her body. Antoinette could practically sing since now in this position. The vibe angles itself perfectly against that delectable spongy spot of her's everything working in tandem to drive her wild from the curve of the toy's heart tantalizingly nudging the bottom of her clit to the sticky nectar dripping down her trembling thighs soaking the hems of her silky white stockings it is all just uh, wonderful too wonderful maybe she's getting so close Ascending so high that she doesn't even notice that the front door has been opened. Chapter 2 After a tiresome weekend and a long cab ride, Mr. Fell is thankful to see the silhouette of his cottage coming into view. The trip had been productive for the bookseller. He'd gotten to mingle with some new up-and-coming authors and even managed to obtain a couple spiffy pieces for his collection. Nevertheless, he couldn't wait to return to the comfort of his home, so he decided to cut it short. A decision made better when he notices Miss Antoinette's Bentley parked out in the front. He was hoping to catch her in time for their afternoon tea together, so he is quite eager to surprise his maid. Once he tips his driver generously, he makes his way up to the house with his luggage and a tearful grin. When he steps inside, he doesn't find her in the lounge, which isn't out of the ordinary. He figures she must be in one of the other rooms, or in the backyard, hanging up sheets to dry as she quietly hums, "'Good old-fashioned lover boy.'" "'She does have a lovely voice.'" as Mr. Fell sets his briefcase aside on his chaise and removes his coat. He happens upon a piece of fabric draped over the upholstery. At first glance, he thinks it is one of Antoinette's cleaning rags unwittingly forgotten. However, as he picks up the article, he notices the delicate design. Sheer, black lace with a cute red bow stitched on the front. When the erogenous nature of the garment dawns on the bookseller, And the distinct whiff of lust hits his nose. Blood suddenly rushes to his cheeks as he utters a flustered, Oh my, before dropping it. He doesn't have time to fully process his finding before he hears a labored voice come from farther inside the house. Antoinette, Mr. Fell thinks worriedly, assuming she is in some sort of distress. His feet practically float as he takes long strides to locate his maid. As he walks through the corridors, he is lured by the sound of wheezing coupled with a strange buzzing noise until he discovers the door to his study is ajar. However, panic really sets in when he hears Antoinette yelp. (laughs) So he rushes into the room to assist her and... Oh... Mr. Fell freezes in place as if he were a victim of Pompeii, instantly realizing that the noises his maid is making are not from distress at all. Far from it, actually. In front of him, Antoinette is kneeling on the floor, her cheeks prettily diffused with a rosy blush, her nude coral lip worried between her teeth and her defined eyebrows blissfully knitted. Even more captivating is her round, perky bottom, peeking from the split of her frilly skirt. Cheeks fleshy and ripe like two cantaloupes, tempting enough to take a bite of. The bookseller's mouth waters at the mere thought. His curious eyes follow the length of the white cord protruding from those luscious mounds, like a little devil's tail, until they fall on the plastic source of her unfettered ecstasy. A sharp inhale draws his attention back to her stunning expression as she moans, "Mm, yes, oh, fuck, yes. (sighs) Mr. Fell's blush extends down past his neck and makes its way down to his stirring dick as he realizes she's coming, rather unabashedly, before his eyes. Her delicate hips jerking haphazardly as her fists bunch her ruffles. An alluring siren song emanating from her slackened jaw. And Mr. Fell is the helpless sailor ready to take a nosedive into the briny depths for more. The bookseller watches in awe as her breaths come out in heavy puffs and a smile of unadulterated delight spreads across her face as she tucks a loose, copper curl behind her ear, a sight worthy of any Renaissance artist's attention. Eventually, Antoinette's hand idly searches for the remote, the high frequency steadily beginning to overwhelm her. Once she finally shuts it off, the only sound left in the room is her winded breathing, that and the sound of someone nervously clearing their throat as she glances over her shoulder with heavy eyelids she is met with a pair of familiar brogues and khaki hems her eyes widen as her vision pans up to see her boss beet red and restlessly tugging his collar she disbelievingly murmurs mr fell um hello dear he gulps folding his hands politely together. I must say, when I said to make yourself comfortable, this isn't necessarily what I had in mind. Any ounce of euphoria left in her body is immediately drained and replaced with utter humiliation. She immediately spins on her knees to hide her bare butt, as if her boss hadn't already gotten a blatant view of it. You weren't... Oh, sorry. I didn't know you were... She stammers, struggling to find anything to rectify the situation, but she falls short. Antoinette shamefully buries her head in her palms, a miserable sigh escaping her lips. I am sorry. I am so sorry, Mr. Fell. There's no excuse for any of this. You've been so good to me. Oh, God. You trusted me in your home, and I took advantage of that. I... She rests her shaky hands on her lap with her head hung low and tears burning her eyes. I wouldn't blame you if you wanted to fire me this instant. I would understand if you didn't want anything to do with me, but uh, please, this job means the world to me and uh, I don't want to lose it. I don't want to lose you. There is an unbearably long pause as the poor maid awaits for Mr. Fell's reproach, his disgust. Finally, Antoinette hears his footsteps slowly approaching her, and she squeezes her eyes shut, preparing to be dragged out for her indecency. Instead of a forceful grip, however, she is met with a tender touch under her chin. As he gently tilts her head up, she dares to open her eyes to gaze at his caring expression. Mr. Fells heart wrenches a little when he notices tiny smudges of black on the corner of her glazed eyes. He pulls out a white handkerchief from his coat pocket and lovingly dabs each of them clean. My dear Antoinette, why would I do such a silly thing like fire you? Antoinette makes a little sound of bewilderment. uh, Because I was... uh, you're not mad at me, sir? Of course not, dear. He stores the dirty cloth away as he continues. Obviously, I wasn't expecting you to be um, uh, partaking in such a carnal activity, but uh, I certainly wasn't opposed to it either. He admits with a coy smile, causing her to gasp Quietly actually i was quite mesmerized by you well more than i usually am anyway i should say mr fell lightly chuckles as a faint smile finally forms on his maid's lips and i hope this isn't too brazen but the moment you climaxed i couldn't avert my eyes you were simply too ravishing to ignore he can feel her face heat up underneath his fingertips as he strokes her chin her painted eyelashes flutter as she stares at him with dismay and breathlessly mumbles, oh, Mr. Fell, does that mean you want me to stay? He grins sweetly at her before he leans down and gently places a kiss on her forehead. Yes, sweetness, I want you to stay with me. The maid lets out a sigh of relief as she reaches up to clutch his sleeve. Thank you, Mr. Fell. Thank you so much. I promise I won't let you down again. (laughs) She swears adamantly. Antoinette senses his lips widen on her flustered skin before he pulls away, a devious leer now adorning his face. I know you won't disappoint me, Antoinette, because you are such a good girl. He compliments as he playfully taps her nose, his voice laced with hidden wantonness. That makes the maid shudder. Today, you just had a lapse in judgment, is all. A flash of disappointment crosses her face, but he reassuringly coos It's all right, darling. There is still a chance for you to remedy it. She hastily squeezes his hand between both of hers with a look of supplication, like a sinner before an altar. Please, sir. Tell me what I have to do, and I'll do it. He gives her a pleased smirk. Will you now? Well, dear, sing as you're on your knees already. He lifts his free hand to trace his pointer finger along her cupid's bow. I think I have a pretty good idea of how you can atone, he suggests. Her eyes droop close as he draws in a shaky breath her cunt quivering at his desirous tone, thick and rich as a creamy panna cotta. She is brought back to reality as her boss carefully splays his hand on the side of her face. What is it, my dear girl? He asks curiously, tilting her head. Don't you want to show me how much this job really means to you? I mean, I did allow you to finish pleasuring yourself. It's only fair that you extend the courtesy by servicing me with that pretty little mouth of yours, wouldn't you say? His thumb slips between her lips, and she compliantly allows it in with a moan. Mm-mm. She hums around the broad digit before he removes it. Words, darling, he instructs, swiping over her bottom lip. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Fell. She rasps, tightening her grip on his hand as she stares up at him with desperate eyes. Yes. Oh, God, I want to suck your cock. It'd be an honor to do so, sir. Please, let me be good for you. He beans at her earnest response. That's what I like to hear. Of course, I'll allow you. He says, petting the top of her head. Thank you. <laughs> she exhales as she loosens her grip to wrap her arms around his waist, pressing her cheek against the warmth of his belly. Mr Fell gazes down with fondness as she psychophantically nuzzles herself against the fabric of his waistcoat. He hugs her back as he notes mm, so cute, like a lovely kitten. I'll be whatever you like, sir, as long as it makes you happy. Antoinette says dazedly as her hands wander to massage his hips. That's very kind of you to say, but right now, I only need one thing from you, he reminds. She nods her head in understanding as she scoots herself to be at eye level with her boss's very obvious tent, suppressing a small whine as the toy shifts inside of her. The maid fiddles with Mr. Fell's belt, quickly slipping the tan leather free from the square brass buckle and unfastening the button of his trousers. Her lips tease the bowed seam of his fly before her teeth catch the pull of the zipper. It is Mr. Fell's turn to shiver at the sound of metal scraping as she skillfully undoes the piece with her mouth. Oh, my, he gasps. Enthralled by the seductive motion, Antoinette gets a twinge of confidence at his reaction and hastily tugs down his cockies and pants together until they pool at his feet. Her tongue instinctively darts out a little at the sight of his pink, erect cock poking out from underneath the hem of his untucked shirt and already dripping with eagerness. Oh, Mr. Fell. She remarks elatedly, kneading the meat of his quads. Her butterscotch eyes flicker up pleadingly toward her boss before he gives her a smiley nod of approval. She leans closer before softly placing a sweet kiss to the tip, Tangy pre-cum staining her lips in the process. Mr. Fell dreamily watches as she languidly pecks and licks down his length making sure no inch of skin is left unappreciated. His breathy whimpers soon turn into a drawled groan as she latches on to one of his bollocks and sucks on the whole of it. When she switches to the other one, he puffs. Oh, oh, Antoinette, you wondrous creature. Spurred on, she pops off with a chaste kiss before giving a continuous lick up his twitching member. Antoinette doesn't even break eye contact with her enraptured boss when she whirls that infernal tongue of hers around its glands. The maid steadies his prick in her delicate hand, while caressing his pelvis with the other. Sir, can I suggest something? She asks sheepishly, her breath cooling the spit on his cock. He focuses himself, leveling his voice to wonder, what is it, darling? You can use me if you want to, unless you prefer me to do the work, but I just wanted to let you know that I can take whatever you give me. A feral glint shines in her boss's crystal eyes as he croons, saucy minx. Are you suggesting that I take your mouth as if you were my personal plaything? She nods blushingly, brushing her thumb over the damp slit. All right, since you insist, I have no objections, he says teasingly. I suggest you open wide then, my dear. The maid does as she's told as her lips part open readily easing the reddened cockhead past them. a girl, nice and easy does it, he encourages through his haggard voice. She moans contently at the satisfying girth as it finally reaches the back of her throat. Oh, lord. He braces his hands on her shoulders as he pulls out slightly before jerking forward experimentally the moist friction making him inhale sharply. Mr. Fell starts a tantalizing rhythm, indulging himself in the smooth glide of her torrid mouth. My word, how absolutely decadent you are. And you take my cock so well. Oh, my dear girl. I do believe you were made for this. mm mm-hmm. Her pussy clenches involuntarily, more slick dribbling around the lifeless vibe and flowing out of her folds. Part of her wishes, she could reach between her legs or turn her toy back on to relieve the building pressure. But Mr. Fell made it perfectly clear that this is about him right now. So she focuses on just that hands squeezed on each of his plush ass cheeks and jaw locked in place, as her boss fervidly lets loose a string of praises and intermittent profanities. Her pace becomes more erratic, and suddenly fingers forcefully thread themselves through her silky hair, forcing the maid to stare up at her employer's wild expression. She helplessly takes in his florid cheeks and dilated eyes with her own as he heavily pants. "Uh, I'm close to finishing, dear. She sputters as he sharply snaps his hips forward. And I hope you see to swallowing every last drop. He grunts in a demanding tone. Yes, 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 yes. She chants internally. Mr. Fell gets a message from her desperate garbles and continues to roughly thrust into her velvety cavern. He hauls her face forward by the back of her neck, burying her onto his cock as he releases down her throat with a strangled, "'Oh, fuck.'" A heavenly warmth floods the maid's mouth and she frantically tries to gulp down everything without choking the heavy breaths from her nostrils blowing against the pale curls tickling her nose. As the tension in Mr. Fell's body begins to cease, he loosens his hold on the maid, allowing her to move a bit. However, she doesn't come off of his prick immediately, and instead hungrily suckles on the tip like a strawberry lolly. His head tilts back as she pumps his shaft, milking every last bit of his orgasm onto her tongue. Once she's sure he's empty, she reluctantly pulls away to wipe the corner of her mouth and chin with her fingers to clean the excess, too. Mr. Fowl slowly comes down from his high and proudly examines his maid's swollen lips and mussy tresses falling from her bun. Even her headband is adorably skewed to the side, He admiringly smiles at her while stroking her scalp soothingly as he heaves. "Mm, Such a good girl. You did a wonderful job. His hands cup her face to massage the joints of her mandible, and she sighs with appreciation. "Mm, How was it for you, my ginger snap? She smiles slightly at the endearment and lovingly grips his wrists. "Mm, Yummy. "'Thank you, sir,' she answers, a little gravelly, her throat raw in the best way possible. "'The answer satisfies him as he says, "'I'm glad you could take it, my dear.' "'Antoinette longingly stares at his smiling lips. "'Mr. Fell, kiss me,' she requests quietly. "'As he starts leaning in, she closes her eyes in anticipation.' I will, Antoinette, he whispers, his breath grazing her lips, but not quite yet. Her eyes open in confusion, and Mr. Fell almost takes pity on her. There's still a matter of your punishment, he reveals with a cunning smirk. Her eyes widen even more as she stutters. Punishment? But uh, I thought I just made up for what I did. Mr. Fell amusedly arches his brow, stepping away from her as he tucks his hands behind his back. Well, yes, a good cock-sucking was good enough for me to overlook one of your indiscretions. He huffs in mock disappointment. But, unfortunately, I simply cannot ignore a job poorly done. At least, not without the proper repercussions, anyway. Antoinette's face crumples as she mutters, I don't understand. Finally, he clarifies, your chores, dear, it seems that in your distraction, you forgot all about them. The lounge, for example, was rather unkempt. Why, I even found your panties strewn about as if my abode were a brothel. Another blush of embarrassment blooms on the maid's guilty face. He turns his head to scan the rest of the room, and Mr. Fell disapprovingly clicks his tongue repeatedly. And it seems that you've barely tidied my beloved den. Her boss bends down to pick up her forgotten feather duster, giving it a shake. As I suspected, hardly a speck on this, he berates huffily. She squirms a little as he runs the bundle of feathers over her nape and down her shoulder, eventually tickling the column of her lithe neck. He kneels in front of his crestfallen maid, placing a firm hand on her thigh. Not to mention the, the status of this floor. She gasps when he briskly lifts up her skirt to expose her sopping cunt in the incriminating puddle that had formed below. As he runs two fingers through the viscous fluid, he holds them up to glisten in the sunlight. Absolutely filthy. Her lips quiver a little before she starts. I'm sorry, I-, I tried my best. Shh. He interjects, putting his glossy digits on her lips to silence her. Now, now, Antoinette. Antoinette. There is no point in disputing this. He slowly shoves his fingers inside, making her taste her own arousal. The bookseller observes rapturously as she obediently sucks them clean without the need of being asked. You want to be good for me, right, my dear thing? The maid nods furiously as she smooches the pad of his fingers. Yes, sir, more than anything. He negotiates. If that's true, then you will take your punishment like a good little girl, won't you? She pauses for a moment, but ultimately relents. Yes, Mr. Fell, I will. Splendid. Mr. Fell removes his shoes before ridding himself completely of his lower garments, but not without grabbing his belt from the pile. Now, my naughty thing... Put your hands together he orders. Antoinette swallows thickly as she anxiously obeys while he towers over her again. That's perfect darling just as if you were going to pray to your lord. He starts looping the binding around her wrist as he smugly grins at her. Or more importantly to your master. Chapter three If her face wasn't burning before, Antoinette's cheeks are absolutely searing now that she's spread across her boss's bare lap, her toy still firmly inserted inside, and her rear end on display as if it were her first day on this blessed planet. Mr. Fell, of course, is sat as prim as ever, sleeves rolled up like he was simply going to sort a few books on his shelves, but the maid can sense his hungry eyes raking over her globes of flesh like they were a fine meal. Even more tantalizing is that he's taking his sweet time untying the bows of her black heels the velvety ribbons cascading down the armrest of her boss's leather Chesterfield. Once he removes them, he massages each foot with such tenderness that Maid nearly forgets that she is about to be punished as she relaxes into his touch. However, she is quickly reminded of his purpose as he pinches her buttock, causing her to let out a little gasp. My apologies, dear, but I can't have you enjoying yourself too much. How else will you learn your lesson if I do? I'm sorry, sir, she mutters. I'll behave. That's a good girl, he says, unclasping her stockings from their garters, one of his thumbs grazing her in her thigh, enticingly close to her aching cunt. Please, Please touch me, she begs internally, biting her lip in anticipation, but is pitifully disappointed when his hand moves away to slide the white fabric down her thigh. My word, you've soiled your lovely stockings as well, he notes, feeling the sticky hem of the garment as he drags it down the length of her leg, captivated by the wave of goosebumps forming. She only manages to make a sound of embarrassment as a response. Can't be helped, I suppose. Although, if you're already this messy, he leans down to huskily whisper. Imagine how ruined you'll be when I'm done with you. Antoinette whimpers, everything below her navel stirring with arousal. Yes, ruin me. Once he carefully discards her stockings, folding and tucking them into each heel, he returns to admiring the expanse of bare skin before him. Beautiful, he breathes. The maid half expects him to finally run his hands over her exposed limbs, so when she feels soft feathers on the sole of her foot, she can't prevent the giggle that bubbles out of her. She casts a bewildered glance over her shoulder to see Mr. Fell holding her duster with an amused smile. Absolutely precious, he teases, giving her feet a few more tickles, which cause her to squirm helplessly as she stifles her laughter. Mr. Fell continues to trace the downy plumage down her ankle and toned calf as he praises. Carved perfection, indeed. The maid's stomach flutters at the compliment, a sense of vulnerability washing over her as he draws circles over her feverish skin. Thank you, sir. So polite, too. Pity. The word sending a chill up Antoinette's spine. As he alternates the duster between her legs, he starts. Now. Now. To what we are here for. Since you skirted on your responsibilities, my dear, I do believe a good spanking is in order. I'd say, hmm, ten swats will drive the point across, don't you think? She gulps nervously, her clit twitching at the prospect. That seems fair. She stammers, shuddering as he brushes over the swell of her ass. Mr. Fell notes the subtle excitement in her voice and smirks. I'm glad you agree. But there are, of course, some conditions you have to follow as well. Antoinette inhales as a few feathers dip between the crease of her cheeks, and she tries her best not to wiggle away from the touch. What conditions, sir? She asks breathily. I'm going to turn on your dandy little toy during your punishment, and you're not allowed to come until we're done, he explains, dove tufts gathering slick as they sweep over her stretched pussy. If you do climax before that, then we will simply start your punishment over again, he says almost chirpily. Is that clear? Crystal... She answers with a shaky voice. Excellent, dearie. Mr. Fell finally withdraws the duster, admiring the wetted tips before setting it aside. You've been doing so well so far. I know you'll be a good girl for me. He coos, giving her hamstring a reassuring squeeze. Once she feels her boss pick up the controller of her vibe, she braces herself on her elbows in preparation. However, they nearly buckle when the vibrator turns on full force. Thank someone, her hands are bound together. Otherwise, she'd have called the flying leather to shreds. Uh, oh, fuck! She groans. Something's the matter, my dear? Mr. Fell questions with faux innocence. No, no, everything's fine she assures forcedly as the toy continues to roar. All right then, let's begin, he says. Without further warning, Antoinette feels the first blow to her rear, causing her to let out a surprised yelp. The hot sting diffusing straight to her vibrating cunt. One, he counts, watching her apricot skin starting to pink cutely. He then treats the other cheek with an equally forceful whack, earning a strained whimper from his maid. Two. Antoinette anticipates the next touch to be another spank, but instead Mr. Fell needs the burning flesh in his palm. It is tender, but also methodical. All the while, the toy continues to jackhammer inside of her and the maid comes to the gut-wrenching realization that he's dragging this out on purpose. Another swift slap, followed by a soothing massage. Absolute bastard. By the fifth, Antoinette is completely on edge, every muscle inside of her on the verge of snapping. So, when Mr. Fell's plump hand comes down for the sixth time, she's overtaken by a full-body shudder, and a choked moan escapes her. As she continues to shake in his lap, Mr. Fell lets out a sigh of disappointment before lowering the setting of the vibrator momentarily. Oh, Antoinette, we've barely made it halfway through. He tuts while caressing her leg. The maid apologizes profusely through haggard breaths, the buzzing inside preventing her from fully coming down. I'll, I promise I'll try harder, Master Fell. She pants. Her boss smiles at the new title. All right. He ramps up the toy again as he hums. From the top then, a barrage of fevered smacks continue on the maid's supple haunches, every inch of paleness becoming eclipsed by angry red with each count, and throughout it all Antoinette is a keening, desperate mess. Eight The maid feels that familiar tension building in her molten core and internally bemoans. No, no, no. Not now. You can hold off for two more. She tells herself, but finds it difficult to believe when she's set ablaze from ass to clit. Just two more. Just... Fuck, fuck, fuck. She screams, her orgasm surprising her like a tsunami as she gushes onto the inner pleats of her skirt. As she flails desperately through the aftershocks like a graceless carp, Mr. Fell pins her down to keep her from flopping off of his lap. The vibrations ebb down a notch again, but all of her nerves still feel like live wires. Tears of frustration now streaking down her cheeks as her boss remarks, You were so, so close, my darling girl. He pets her disheveled hair and croons, Not to worry, dear. I know you'll be able to complete your punishment this time around. Antoinette shakes her head miserably. I I can't, Master Fell. I'm sorry. She hiccups. Please, it's too much. His hand stills on the crown of her head. A moment of hesitation the maid hopes means that he will have mercy on her. However, his grip tightens on a handful of flames, and she squeals when her head lurches back, forcing her to meet her master's ravenous expression. I don't believe very much you want to stop. He challenges, licking a line from jaw to earlobe, which rewards him a delicious moan. If you truly want this to be over, you know what you have to say. He's giving her a chance to back out, to end her punishment right then and there. But even though her body feels as if it is on the brink of collapsing, Mr. Fell's sheer force and the intoxicating lust radiating off him make her crave more. She stares into his intense eyes, yielding. Don't stop. Mr. Fell grins proudly at her, placing an encouraging kiss on her cheek, his lips gathering a few tears in the process. So brave. My brave ginger snap. He releases her hair, her headband sloughing off in the process as his hand roams down the backside of her Tiffany dress, until it rests on her sensitive rump again. I knew you could take more sweetums one because you're a greedy little tease, aren't you? Two Yes she whines. Oh, so fucking greedy. Mm. The ruthless hum of her vibe returns with a vengeance. That's right, he affirms. Three. It's why you're in this predicament in the first place. Four. You couldn't even wait until your chores were done to play with your needy quim. Five. Five. His fingers trail down to stroke her swollen pussy lips, slippery with cum. It's absolutely insatiable. Six. Directly on said cunt. Antoinette mules. Yes, yes, Master Phil. Seven. I couldn't help myself. Oh, was just so lonely without you here. 8. Mm. I missed you so much. I wished it was your cock inside of me instead. She babbles. I imagined you were railing me on your work desk as I caught myself off. 9. Shit. Oh, I've wanted you to fuck me since the first day I started working here. Please, Master Phil, fuck me already. Mr. Fell raises his hand to deliver her last spank, but falters when he hears this. He knows she's close if her writhing and flushed cheeks are any indications. If he were crueler, he could simply allow her and they would have to continue this game. But he can't deny that he selfishly wants his own arousal sated as well his erection already poking against the layers of soaked frills. Just as Antoinette is about to burst at the seams, she feels the final slap on her ass, which allows her to careen over with a relieved cry. Her upper arm muscles finally giving way as she slumps forward on the couch. Mr. Fell finally switches off the toy completely, And Antoinette murmurs outwinded gratitude. A loving hand roams over her lower body as he brushes away sweaty strands with the other to kiss the back of her collar. I'm so proud of you, lovely. You took your punishment so well. He caresses her ruddy face with his knuckles as he whispers, So well, in fact. I think you've earned a reward. The maid's head turns into his touch, her glossy eyes dazedly flickering as his soft lips meet hers in a warm kiss. She moans happily as Mr. Fell adds leisurely ministrations with his silky tongue, part of her wishing she could reach back and tangle her fingers in his cottony hair to encourage him more. Her boss pecks the corner of her mouth before breathlessly purring, Tell me, dear. Tell me you still want me to take you. Tell me you still want me to give you my cock and fuck you like you were begging a moment ago. Antoinette shivers as she keens. Yes, I still want your cock. I want you to take me however you see fit, Master fell. He nuzzles his nose on her streaked cheeks. Of course, dear girl. You deserve it. Mr. Fell works himself from underneath her, adjusting her so her reddened bottom is elevated while her arms are sandwiched between leather and her heaving chest. As he sits on his calves behind her, he stares at her glistening cunt, still parted by the vibrant toy, and the wheels in his mind start to turn. Antoinette wiggles in anticipation as Mr. Fell grips the curved handle, believing he is going to replace it with his cock. However, he only slips it out enough to push it back in, her squeaks mixing with the sound of her cum squelching out as he languidly fucks her with it. "'While I would like to fuck your insatiable cunt,' I can't bring myself to separate you from your toy just yet. He slickens up his fingers with her juices and traces them up past her taint to circle her ring of muscle. So, what do you say if I ravish your arsehole instead? Please. She begs wantonly. With her permission, he slips in a finger, one at a time slowly opening up her entrance as she whimpers with each shallow thrust. When he feels he's stretched her enough, he takes his cock into his hand, slickening himself with the remainder of Antoinette's fluids, along with his own precum. He pushes his aching prick inside of her gaping hole, both of them sighing in delight. Once he fully sheathes himself inside of her, Antoinette clenches around his cock and her vibe, feeling wonderfully plugged. Oh, Master Fell, this is. Oh, you're so amazing. Thank you. She gasps. He drapes his body over her backside, placing a hand on each side of her to steady himself. He nestles his face against the crook of her neck. Oh, my sweet Antoinette, thank you for the flattery, but it is you who is amazing. He pulls out before slamming back into her with a grunt. Oh, fuck, you're so stunningly beautiful, a goddess on earth, dare I say. Her heart swells with overwhelming affection, her eyes brimming with tears as she croaks, Oh, nothing like that. I'm... You're mine, he huffs, pounding into her with more force. You're everything to me, dear. His heavy breaths puffing against her ear. And I'm gonna show you exactly that, he promises. She senses his hand shuffling around the layers of her skirt, and she nearly ricochets when the vibrator whirrs vigorously once again. "Oh, Oh, fucking hell. Even Mr. Fowl groans deeply from the vibration tingling against his bollocks. He tangles his fingers into her fiery locks again, tugging her firmly into a messy kiss her yelps of pleasure muffled with every precise snap of his hips against her already abused rear. Salty tears start to roll down the maid's cheek in fat droplets as she's bombarded by every sensation under the sun. Desire, pain, love. The smothering love that Mr. Fell imbues every moment with. She pulls her lips away, huffing heavily against Mr. Fell's panting mouth. I love you. Oh, fuck. I fucking love you. Go go faster. I can take it. Her boss picks up his pace, practically pummeling into her. She sobs. Yes, just like that. Oh, Shit! I'm gonna come again! Please, come with me, Master Fow. please! I want your cum! Please, give it to me, give! She clenches around him with a scream as her final and strongest orgasm rips through her. Mr. Fow groans into her neck, spilling deep inside of her, and oh, the maid basks in the warm thickness of her master's cum each jerky thrust filling her to the brim with liquid comfort. However, while her boss is in the process of recovering, her pleasure steadily transforms into discomfort as the powerful frequency continues against her overly exerted walls. Sir, Eden, she rasps. Toy's too much right now. Without a second thought... He quickly snaps his fingers, and it stops immediately, and the maid sighs with relief. Sorry, dear, I should have remembered to turn it off sooner, he said remorsefully. It's okay. She mumbles with a sniff, pressing a cheek to the warm leather. Do you want me to take the toy out completely? He asks, massaging her scalp lovingly. She nods tiredly but can you keep a couple fingers in me for a bit? I don't want to be completely empty yet. She explains. Her master complies, reaching in between her thighs to carefully slide the vibe out as he calmly shushes her soft cries. He coats his middle and index finger with some of his seed leaking down her perineum before inserting them between her folds, which relaxes her immensely. They stay like that for a while, Mr. Fell whispering sweet nothings in Antoinette's ear and scattering kisses over her face until her sniffling subsides into leveled breathing. Angel. Crowley says feebly, finally coming back to reality. Yes, my love. He responds softly. What do you need? Can you untie me? I really want to hold you right now. Of course, dear. The angel snaps his fingers again, and his belt is transported back into his respective drawer. He pulls out a softened cock and finger so he can hoist his exhausted demon to straddle his lap. Crowley wraps his sore wrists around his earfail's neck, now freely pecking his soft face to his heart's content. The angel giggles happily as he hugs him closer by the waist. Crowley, you were so wonderful throughout it all, but this is always my favorite part. He admits mirthfully. The demon smiles against the creamy skin of the angel's neck. Mine too. He murmurs, albeit a bit sheepishly azir fondly gazes at Crowley as he lifts his face from its burrow. His eyes are fully serpentine, his hair is completely undone at this point, cascading down in tousled waves, and his cheeks are stained with dark traces of mascara. Honestly, he's a complete wreck, but despite that, he looks so blissfully happy. The angel kisses the demon and whispers, I love you, dear. Crowley clutches him closer and sighs. Love you too, angel. His earfield gingerly cups his demon's raw bottom. Come on, love. Let's get you cleaned up. After, Crowley gets a bath soaked with his favorite sweet pea-scented pink Himalayan salts. He's laid out on his stomach on their plush bed nursing a cup of licorice root tea in a saucer. Meanwhile, Azirfeel, who miracled himself clean and into a white bathrobe to focus on Crowley, is caringly plaiting the demon's hair into a neat braid. As he finishes tying it off, the angels roam down to where Crowley's black silk robe is slightly hiked up to reveal a few welts on his bum that would surely turn to bruises. "'Angel, I can practically hear you worrying back there,' Crowley comments, nibbling on an almond biscotti that his angel insisted he eat. Aziraphale apologetically rubs the small of Crowley's back. "'I can't help but feel a little guilty, dear. I did quite a number on you.' Crowley actually snorts at this. "'That's an understatement, Angel. What you did took the whole fucking calendar.' He quips, which gets his ear feel to lighten up. The demon sets aside his treats on the nightstand before resting his head on the pillow. Come here, he says, patting the empty space next to him. The angel flops on his side so that he's at eye level with his demon. It was perfect, his ear feel. His demon reassuringly places his hand on his cheek. You were perfect. Not to mention super fucking hot, he adds beamingly. Azirfield laughs, placing a kiss on his palm before cuddling closer to him. It was quite spectacular, wasn't it? Although, a downside is we made an awful mess of your costume, darling, he says with a slight pout. Crowley clicks his tongue at him. Angel. You know damn well I have no qualms about miracle clean clothes clean. Besides, He grins impishly. I'm sure you wouldn't mind remembering those stains, huh? The angel flushes red as if he hadn't nearly fucked the sin out of a demon the entire afternoon. You truly are a foul fiend, you know that. He admonishes lightly. You're foul fiend, he says smugly. As the airfield's expression softens and he kisses Crowley's temple. Always. The end.